today's Leading Women episode 139. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Marcy Rader. Marcy Rader is a lifestyle trainer specializing in helping road warriors and mobile professionals be healthy and productive on the road. She is a certified personal trainer with a degree in exercise science and a certified productivity specialist who spent over a decade traveling in the corporate world. Marcy is popularly known as the Mopro Coach and has authored the book, Hack the Mobile Lifestyle, Six Steps to Work Well and Play More. Women of the World, Miss Marcy Rader. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie. We are delighted to have you on the show, Marcy, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Marcy, I really like what you are doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, the sweat equity, the knowledge, and the experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche? Sure. When I worked in the pharmaceutical clinical research industry, I traveled on a weekly basis and for almost a decade, uh, internationally and domestically. And I had to learn by trial and error how to be healthy and productive on the road. And it was almost like the college freshman 15, where I would see the people around me that I worked with and how they would gain weight when they took on a traveling job or they were always tired. And I knew I didn't want to be that way. I also developed this martyr complex where I felt like I had to be working the entire time I was gone. I might be staying right on Miami Beach, but I wouldn't go out because I felt that I had to be on my email or writing a report. And traveling in any job can equate to very high burnout. And it was especially high burnout in the field that I was in. Um, a lot of, a lot of um, clinical research associates, which is what I was when I started out, only last about three or four years. And I was definitely starting to feel that burnout after a few years. And I worked my way up the ladder until I became a corporate trainer. And I trained people in our company, and there's over 10,000 people in our company. And I trained them on you know, standard operating procedures and systems and technologies and so on. I loved being a corporate trainer. But what I really loved was teaching this group that would go through a four-week training. And they were mostly new to travel. So I would spend the whole, the, the second to last day going just over health and productivity for travel. 
And it wasn't officially in the curriculum. I just added it in myself as a practical module, but it got the best feedback. And participants always said it was their favorite part of the course. So in January 2013, I'd climbed up as high as I wanted to in the clinical research field and decided that I wanted to teach people these skills for a living. And, and I knew that I was able to you know, take what was difficult and figure out ways to hack it and, and make it work for me and make it work for my husband, make it work for my health. And you know, business travel isn't just a job, it's a lifestyle. And I wanted to help people master it. Wow, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. But what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? Well, I was delivering my last very long training in January 2013. I was gone. Um for almost a month, I think it was 27 days, and staying in a business park in Mira Mesa, California. And I only got to see my husband for about 55 hours during that, to during that whole month because of the time difference with him getting there and back. And the company that I worked for wouldn't fly me home for the weekend. So when he got off the plane and I saw his face, I knew that I was just done. After 10 years, I needed to just be done. And I had gone as high up in the company as I wanted to, like I said, and I'd done everything in the industry that I wanted to. And I really liked my company and the people in it, but I was just ready to move on. And I told my husband during that 55 hours that we had together um, while we were walking on the beach that I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew by the end of 2013, I was going to be doing something else. And a week later was the end of the training. And that was when I gave my health and productivity day. And when people started giving me their feedback and saying how great it was, it was like a light bulb. You know, I, I thought, oh my gosh, this is what I need to focus on. This is what I need to do. This is what I'm good at. Wow, I love what you've shared about that. And I can totally see uh, that moment when you look at your husband and oh my God, because I oh, my husband too travels a lot. I mean, he works in an art platform, so he travels a lot. And me being a nurse, I have to be in one place. So that was one of the catalysts for me as well to start thinking of a business that I can generate income with that so that will allow me that flexibility to be with my husband. So I totally can relate to what you've experienced. Mm -hmm. And the I really love what you shared about, you know, you saw that moment, you saw that light bulb coming up when you when you hear this feedback with uh, with from your uh, from from the training that you are giving about health and productivity. Because more often, you know, the idea is not gonna be too apparent there. But when you know that, oh my god, this is what the people have been asking. And if you know that you have that skill, that's one way of leveraging that and the birth of a great business idea. So the takeaway here for our listeners is 
you know, it might not be apparent for you to, to have that idea. But if you, if you know that there is something that, you know, can help other people, that is more often the birth of a great idea. And that is what you can uh, tap into. So it's not often it's there. But if you know that you are passionate about something and you know that people are, you know, great, you're, you're getting great feedback from them, that is like, okay, this is it. I'm going to jump into this. And that's when you get, to get, get started with your business. So I love that you shared that one for our listeners as well. Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know, what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? Well, I, I really know what I'm good at, and I know that I'm good at what I do, and I've gotten better with each client. And I know my potential, which is limitless. And I don't want anything to ever get in my way. And when I, when I get done with the client, when I finish with the session, sometimes I want to high five myself because I just feel so good about what I've been able to do for someone by giving them back more time in their day, by finding a solution to a problem that they have. And I just feel like I, I just really am passionate and I completely geek out on productivity and being healthy. And I know that people can make it work on, you know, even being a mobile professional, whether that's driving around your city or flying around the country. And so for me, I just know that I am so passionate about it that I have to be successful. Yes, and you know, there's a great takeaway here with what you've uh, shared because, uh, you know, for ourselves, for example, and, and for our listeners out there, really have to create, create a vision for yourself and for your business that you are passionate about, something that inspires you, something that encourages you on a daily basis, you know, like what Patricia just shared, something that kind of gives you a direction because there are going to be times when uh, there are going to be challenges along the way. But you, when you have a vision, when you know that you have something to look forward to, something that, uh, that gives you direction you know that you were not just going to give up on it. So the takeaway here for our listeners, I challenge you, and I challenge you to create that vision for yourself and for your business. And it's going to grow with, it's going to evolve with you as your business and as you grow. So start with something, start with something that inspires you on a daily basis. Now, Marcy, I'd love for you to talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, I'm not easily intimidated. And, um, you know, we all have good days. We all have bad days. We all go to the bathroom. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you make. Um, you know, I'm not afraid to reach out to someone that I, you know, think is um, or that you know is is way more successful than I am. I'm not afraid to call a company or ask someone for help. So I think that that has been um, a real asset for me. Another trait is that I can see some things as just business. You know, I don't get too personal about certain relationships because in the end much of it is about business you know we we might be trying to you know 
most people, I would hope, are trying to help people, but we also want to make money. And, you know, and, unless you're making loads and loads of money, sometimes, you know, you don't have that, that um, ability to just do things for free. You know, most people don't have that luxury. And so sometimes it does just come down to it's just business. And then the third would be that I'm very frugal. And I consider this an excellent trait because had I not been, there is no way we would have been able to afford me doing this. I was the breadwinner by far in our family. And my husband is a professional musician and private music teacher. So when I quit my job, we had a drastic change in income. But we've been able to make it because we didn't have any debt except for our house. And I've always been smart with my money. And um, as soon as I decided that I was going to do this, I just started, you know, socking money away. Well, not easily intimidated, being able to do things as business, being frugal, great traits that you've just shared there. And the good news is that we can all learn and cultivate or adapt this traits that or qualities that Marcy just shared with us so so take them as a lesson or take them as a trait that we can and, and adapt them in our lives in our general life in general and in our business building activities so the traits that just uh, Marcy just shared with us is not not being easily intimidated able being able to see things as a business and being frugal really huge on that as well so thank you for sharing that now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, I can say that I've never worked harder <laughs> in my life than having my own business, but I love what I'm doing every day, so it, it makes it worth it. But one of the things that I did was I spent way too much money in the beginning, in the very beginning, on a website and hired a company to market me that didn't really know how to market me. And I needed someone really to tell me what to do because I was new at it and, you know, tell me how to market. I never had to market myself. And the company that I hire really just more checked in every week to see what I was doing without giving me any direction. And so, you know, that, that was something that I have, um, that I learned a, a, a very costly lesson from. And I should have really interviewed the, the company more than just, um, they were, they were a referral from, um, somebody I trusted and, and I really should have interviewed them more. Um, the second thing is that I should have hired a business coach right away. I didn't really understand what a business coach was when I first started. And um, now that I've had one for six months, I, I, I wish I would have had one right in the beginning. Um, you know, I was using the company that certified me as a productivity coach more as a business coach, when that wasn't their specialty, they're awesome at, you know, certifying people to be productivity specialists, but, you know, their niche is not business coaching. And so, you know, my direction completely turned around once I hired my business coach, um, Megan Huber. 
And then I also rely really heavily on my accountability partner, who you've actually interviewed on this show. Her name is Melissa Gein of Productive Difference. And we went through our certification for productivity coaching at the same time, and we hit it off right away. And working as a solopreneur can be really lonely, and you need someone to bounce ideas off of and vent your frustrations and talk about your wins, and that's what we're there for for each other. And we've both cried to each other. We've celebrated with each other. And, you know, our husbands don't care about our day-to-day or even understand it because they aren't in this coaching industry um, or trying to have an online business. So, you know, having Melissa has helped me tremendously. You know, having her as an accountability partner and also somebody to, you know, work concepts through with has just been really um, invaluable. Wow, I love those tips and the lessons that you've learned with these challenges that you've shared. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that, especially when we're starting out. Sometimes we, yeah, we could spend a huge amount of money because with with even with a web with creating a website, for example, and or, or uh, outsourcing our marketing, and because some more often we because we are new we, we don't know yet so th- these uh, challenges that Marcy just shared with us let's learn from it and thank you for the shout out on Melissa again yes she was really wonderful uh, sharing her uh, tips and her story on our shares I can't wait for her to uh, to get her episode live and you know I truly believe in getting a coach and an accountability partner you know for me if it wasn't for my mentor John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur and Far I wouldn't have pulled this through so great lesson in here uh, for our listeners to really get a coach get an accountability partner way in the beginning don't wait till you are halfway there um, because it really not only shortens your learning curve but you have someone there that can support you and that encourages you that inspires you and someone that you can bounce back ideas with with just what uh, Marcy and Melissa do with each other so thank you for sharing those because there's a lot of lessons and takeaways with what you've shared along those challenges that you have experienced can, and I would like to just add something about the, the coaching. You know, I didn't have any money to spend on a coach. But I, coaching is an investment. And it has been the best investment that I've made. And, you know, so for me, you know, as, an, as a, someone who wasn't making any money when I hired her, I think it's important to to really emphasize that to other people wanting to start a business. If you're thinking I don't have money to hire a coach, you know, so I shouldn't hire a coach, then, you know, you might never get to the point where you have money to hire a coach. And so, you know, look at it as an investment and not and not an expense. Great point there to look at it as an investment and especially, you know, especially starting out that you are not generating any income yet in the beginning. That's when you really need that help. So mm-hmm. find a way, find a, or be resourceful in finding a way to, even if it is out of your pocket, to find a coach, get a coach to help you because that will, you know, facilitate your growth, that will facilitate your learning that will 
you know, 10x your business. Actually, it will really yeah, fast fast track your uh, your business uh, mm-hmm. in uh, when you have a coach that will guide you, so that you don't have those uh, you don't have to have those mistakes that uh, you know a lot of uh, of people in uh, create uh, in starting out. Uh, experience so it's really a big it's a really a huge investment if you look at it that way then we we realize that okay this is important i need to get on board in this so thank you for your taking that all right let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance you know being a business owner myself maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life now the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance particularly if you have a family juggling many roles so in your life as an entrepreneur how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, Marie, this is my area of expertise. And, you know, this is, this is what I'm about. And my tagline is work well and play more. And it came about organically because that's what I was always saying. You know, I want to work well so I can play more. And my book is Hack the Mobile Lifestyle, Six Steps to Work Well and Play More. But I do think the term work-life balance is subjective, um, depending on the person. You know, when I work 10 hours in a day, now it's because I love what I do and I don't want to be doing anything else. When I worked 10 hours a day in the pharmaceutical industry or 12 hours or 14 hours, you know, it was, it was a job. It wasn't necessarily, you know, I wasn't doing it because I was passionate about it, um, you know, but even those days that I have worked long hours, even back then when I worked long hours, I've also exercised that day, which I consider playtime. You know, I still have a date with my husband every week, and we have had a date every week that I've been in the country or, or been, been, you know, not traveling but, um, for, for more than a week at a, at a time, but every week for almost 21 years, and I schedule in some kind of social activity with a friend every week. And I put those social plans on the calendar just like I do business plans, just like I do business meetings. And I'm usually the one, the, the one person of my friends to, to schedule time together and get people together. And it's really, really important to me just to make sure that I continually keep those connections. And um, so that helps me even you know, when I am working long hours or feeling like, you know, I've been in my house for three days by myself, uh, you know, working as a solopreneur that, you know, I still have this network of of friends and, and family to hang out with. Wow. Great takeaways there. And I love your slogan, work well, play more. So I know you are the expert on this from productivity and uh, and health tips so, and health. So I would love for you to share our listeners, especially for those that are have a mobile lifestyle or are traveling a lot or are on the road a lot. What would be the uh, what are the uh, three tips that you can give give them that they can do or they can take action on today? Three tips that they could take action on today for work-life balance. Um, the main one, I think, is to schedule in that social time, too. And, you know, make it a priority just like you would a business meeting. Because you need that 
step away. You need that time to laugh with people and hang out with your friends or and your family. Um, the second one would be to schedule in exercise time. And that, because exercise doesn't just help your health, it helps your productivity. You know, it has been proven to, you know, in, to increase your focus. And, you know, if you take even just short energy breaks throughout the day, even if it's five minutes or 10 minutes to, you know, step away from what you're doing, go for a walk, um, being outside has been shown to boost creativity. You know, those things are huge. And you can even combine those and make a walking meeting. And I'm a huge proponent of walking meetings. And, you know, you can do this with a client or a referral partner or whoever you're meeting with. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a power walk where you're both getting sweaty. But, you know, you're just using that time, you know, your 15 or 30 minutes to walk, you know, just getting outside. And those types of situations tend to boost creativity and also break down any kind of hierarchical barriers. So if it's your boss or your manager or someone that is is higher up than you, um, it's it's better for you to be side to side by side walking than to be sitting across a desk from someone as far as sharing, you know, the sharing your real true thoughts and not being intimidated. And to me, that also helps with uh, productivity as well. Wow, great tips there that we all can take action on, on uh, right away. And I love that you um, incorporate about you know, scheduling exercise time and this working meeting. Yes, it's been becoming really popular. And I believe this one way of really uh, incorporating activity at the same time doing business. For example, if you have a client or if you have a business partner, you can go for a walk and talk about business. Um, and that's one way of uh, like doing two things at a time because for me as well, you know, I have, you know, I made it as priority to read one hour a day. And to do that, what I do is I go out for a walk and read audiobook. I, I mean, listen to audiobook for an hour. So I've been, because my goal was to read a book a week. And the only way I can do that and to be able to incorporate my physical activity is to go out for a walk or listen to this audio for one hour and that gives me more often the books are like between five and six hours so I'm able to complete uh, listening to an, uh, a book a week because of that so it's really finding ways finding these small strategies like what Marcy just shared with us that will help you keep um, productive keep healthy and, I mean I truly believe that if we nail down that healthy uh, our uh, taking care of ourselves that will also increase our productivity our focus our mental keeping us mentally fit at the same time and and you know being a nurse myself I'm really a big proponent of really taking care of ourselves because I truly believe that one of our greatest investment is our health and without that we won't be able to build this business that we are so passionate about doing. So it's all about scheduling and finding time or making that the conscious effort to make time for those that are important to you, without your family, your social time, your personal time, your health time, your fitness time, everything of those that are important to you, make it a priority and um, schedule them, put them in your calendar and then make a commitment to follow through because that's the bottom line. So wow, I love those tips that you just shared. So thank you for sharing those. Mm -hmm. 
Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. You know, your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, this is a really tough question because you're right. It's very subjective. And, and, I'll, and you know, honestly, it changes day to day. Um, I had a meltdown slash epiphany a couple of months ago. And my grandpa, who is very, very dear to me, he's had several businesses throughout his life. Um, some of them were successes and some of them were not as successful. But I consider him to be super successful and he only had has an eighth grade education. And he has always been so super supportive and interested in everything I do. He doesn't understand what I do, but he, you know, according to him, I'm, you know, the best person out there. Um, but I was having a really down week because I wasn't where I thought I should be at that point. And I realized later that it was because he's not in good health. And I'm worried I'm not going to, quote unquote, make it before something bad happens. And I don't even know what make it means. And, and I know that he's proud of me no matter what, but I still feel this sense of urgency all the time. And I, and I feel like I still have this feeling like I'm, I'm not there yet, you know, and I have so much more to, so much farther to go. But, you know, I don't see it as a negative thing where I, um, am thinking, you know, I'm a failure because I'm, I'm not a failure. It's just that, I feel like that's part of where I get my drive, you know, is that I am continually reaching, reaching, reaching because I have big, big dreams and goals. Yes, I too. I love your perspective on that because you are right. You know, success, you know, it is really, you know, being able to take care of ourselves and see, seeing through, you know, when you are, because um, you know what, it, in business, for example, we have these financial metrics that we want to achieve because that's part of being in business. But, you know, at the end of the day, what really is fulfilling and what is really makes us happy is that knowing that we've done our best and we, we have created something or we are putting out something there that impacts other people's lives or that makes them happy, that makes their lives easier, that makes their lives better. And I think that's the true essence of success for me. So for our listeners out there, challenge yourself and ask this question, you know, what success mean to you? What is the meaning? What is the meaning of what you're putting out there? What is the purpose? And what is it that most that makes you happy? Are you happy with what it is that you're putting out there? Because more often than that, it is those tangible, or intangible benefits of being in business that is that makes us so that makes us more fulfilled or happier than just the financial metrics so thank you for sharing your perspective that uh, there and also your story with your uh, your uh, with your grandfather 
All right, now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Number one would be hire a business or marketing coach. Um, Two would be don't spend a lot of money up front on a super fancy website. Even my current marketing company told me this. Uh, you know, don't that you don't need a super fancy website in the beginning. Um, start and then start setting aside money as soon as you think you might start a business. I called this my freedom fund, and I worked for another six months after I decided to quit my job. But I just put as much money into my freedom fund as I could, and ended up I didn't I never had to go into savings more than a couple thousand dollars because of this freedom fund. And it's really important to have that to, to fall back on. And, you know, for most people, they may need to, to put back more than six months. But, um, but that, that would be my top three. Wow, great tips there that our listeners can uh, learn from. I know um, really huge on having that business or marketing coach and not spending too much on a fancy website. Put something out there for first. Put your we feedback. Uh, put your idea out there and get feedback and then hone from there. Because the website, you know, the, there's a lot. There's technology nowadays that you can create a, a website almost for free. We don't have to have a fancy website for that. And then really huge also on start. Oh, saving is way before you start your business because it's really important to have that backup because there are expenses uh, in building a business. So be prepared for that and that will help you really when you get into the business if you have uh, saving up or if you are still on a job, do this business on the side while you are still uh you know, having a receiving paycheck from your corporate job or from your job because that will help you uh, f- with the expenses that you will be incurring with your business. So it's really important to have that in mind, have that uh, like a, a cushion, financial cushion, so you won't be like um, hard up in those uh, expenses that you have to have in building your business. Mm-hmm. Now, what's one favorite business resource or a tool that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? Well, one, of, one that's free is Google Hangout. And for me, you know, I work with all my clients virtually and I really like to be able to see their faces. And for one thing, I can tell when they're reading their email or they're looking at a text and they need to pay more attention to me, because uh, a lot of people will try to read and, and talk on the phone at the same time. But I, I find it really helpful because you can share desktops when you're doing productivity ses- sessions. And I need to be able to see their desktop and show them mine so that I can see how everything's set up. So Google Hangout would be a big one for me, and it's free. 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, if we can uh, tap the power of uh, the Google platform, especially with the Google Hangouts in reaching our clients and also in dealing with our clients, it's really helpful and it's yeah, totally free. So that's a great resource and I'm going to have that on our show notes as well. Now, Marcy, last but not the least, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and also on you, with your book and where they can get it and then we'll end from there. Sure. Well, I specialize in helping mobile professionals, whether it's, you know, people driving around the city or people flying around the world, um, be healthy and productive because I don't believe you can be healthy without being productive and you can't be productive without being healthy. And traveling is hard, whether you're a realtor or you're a sales exec, you know, and your time isn't your own when you travel and a lot of your choices are not in your control. And one thing that I do is I don't, I don't just provide theories. I provide actionable solutions to health and productivity needs, you know, based on that person's special circumstances. And I really, truly want people to work well, play more, and feel awesome. Um, you know, I have a website that they can find me on, marcyrader.com. Um, M-A-R-C-E-Y-R-A-D-E-R.com. And I have a free video series that people can sign up for that gives the six areas of from the book, Hack the Mobile Lifestyle. And in those areas, I cover air travel, hotel, auto, mobile office, parties and meetings, and home. And I cover health and productivity hacks in each of those areas. And I also give talks regularly for free via Google Hangout on Air and Spreecast. And I give free 30-minute strategy sessions for people interested to learn more about private coaching and how to transform their life um, as individuals or even for businesses. And that's marcyrader.com. So for our listeners out there, I'm going to have this on our show notes, but I'll highly encourage you to check her website. So it's marcyrader.com. Sign up for her free video series and learn from the six areas and the six steps to working well, play more. I mean, I love that slogan. And I mean, and what you said about you can't be productive without being healthy and you can't be healthy without being productive. I love that phrase. So for our listeners out there, check Marcy's website at marcyrader.com. Sign up for her free video series to learn these six areas and the six steps. And also to sign up for her free 30-minute strategy sessions. Wow, thank you for being generous in, in, uh, in offering that session, free sessions for our listeners and for our, your, your clients and for our for your customers so that again is marcyrader.com and by the way all of these uh, fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash marcyrader or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you Marcy, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, Marie. It's been great. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, 
grow and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iPhone apps that these high-achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash apps for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.